what's up? This your boy Monty G from the Fan Mission Podcast. Please subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you can get all access to motivated and inspiring videos on this Fan Mission Friday. Every Friday. Let's get to the podcast. Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Monty G. And it's another Fan Mission Friday, and we got a special guest. I'm going to go ahead and let him into the room, let him announce himself, and do his thing. So go ahead and tell the people what's your name, where you from, and what you do. Hi, guys. Uh, My name is Jalen Jordan. I'm from Tampa, Florida, but I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. And I actually am a mental health activist, but I wrote a mental health poetry book and misguided thought. Mm, okay well i'm glad to have you so tell me a little bit about your book misguided thought what why the name what's up what's up tell me a little bit about that so a misguided thought is a poetry book i created when i was about 18 at the Mm -hmm. time i didn't know i wanted to be a writer but i have all these wild crazy thoughts so i went like if i'm gonna make a book why not label it after all of my thoughts? So a misguided thought is how I came up with the title. Okay, okay. So you said you was 18? Yes. So when I first started um, really writing and trying to pursue a writing career, I was 18 years old. I would say I've been writing poetry, though, since I've been about 12. And I had literally a big book like this full. And then I didn't realize I wanted to be a writer and I threw all my mm-hmm. work away. I, I regret that day because I could have like three, four books <laughs> right now helping everybody. But so far it's been good. Um, I'm currently on a Misguided Thought book tour right now. Okay. Um, September 17th, I'll be in Augusta, Georgia. October 15th, Midland, Texas, Um, November 5th, um, Henderson, Tennessee, November 19th, I'll be in New York, and Mm. then I'll come right back around in December, and I'll be in Boca Raton, Florida, so, but I'm actually to come. All right, well, congratulations on your tour. So, it's called Misguided Thoughts, right? Yes, sir. A misguided thought, T-H-O-U-G-H-T. Oh, okay. So what is something that you say you started at 18, right? And how how old did you know? 24. All right. So what is something that you had to unlearn since you was 18 to now? I had to unlearn. Um, how I came up with, how I came up with my book, my book is really all my trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. and health issues. Um, and I felt to basically get to where I am now, I had to hold on to anger and people, I had to hold on to all that rage to be able to push me forward to get to this place. So Mm -hmm. I had to unlearn how to be angry i had to unlearn like that's not my first instinct i should look at people with an open mind and an open heart and things of that nature and not look at them like they're trying to cross me so that would be a major one i had to unlearn okay okay that's what's up so you know my channel was all about inspiring people and, and helping the youth and so what would you say to a kid that's 18 and was in, in a weird space where you was at, and you like, man, I don't know, should I, I like writing, but I just want to throw everything away and just want to start on something. What would you tell them? <laughs> Honestly, I would tell my 18-year-old self before I went to throw away all my work or whatever, keep pursuing and pushing for your dreams, because at the end of the day, that's the only thing we have. Right. Um Without our dreams, I feel like we can't live. A human life is pointless. So I would tell my 18-year-old self to keep striving, to keep pushing. That's how I got this far. So mm-hmm. by grace okay. through faith. Yes, sir. Okay, 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 okay. So um, let me see. I got a couple of questions for you, man. Um, so who, who inspired you to write the book? Um. God, God, literally God, 
Um, I did not know I wanted to write a book, let alone did I ask for the talent I have. So I would say God has been my biggest inspiration and what's motivated me behind closed doors. I feel like this is a door he's opened. Imagine now, six months ago, I wasn't going on a tour, nor I just quit my job to push myself for this book. Like, that's crazy. Six months ago, I wouldn't have thought that. Six months ago, I was pushing for this book. A year ago, when I first published um, my books, my book's been out a year. Um, I promoted within these six months, a year later, and I got this far. I feel like if I would have been as motivated back then, when my book first came out, I would have already been further and ahead of the game, if that makes sense. Okay. My book was published in May 2021, and we're now August 2022, and I'm now doing good when I should have okay. started back then. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you got to give God praise. <laughs> On the rail, you got to give him praise. Hey, and I tell people, you know, we had to get close to God because, you know, so to find out who we really are, you know, um, understand the laws in the universe and, you know, tap into yourself, you know what I'm saying? Take some time out, take the earbuds out, you know, take the phone at your face and really tap into your greatness because we got so much stuff that'll throw us off and we get frustrated and get get angry and we were like man bro i don't understand this but they don't understand that they put all these gadgets in our face so we won't understand ourselves agree and with social media now being a writer itself is a scary aspect because hey i'm already sh showing an emotional side of me i'm letting you inside of my head to be able to help other people again by grace through faith because it's his talent that's trying to like help me motivate other people to get off whatever dark path they're on. But then you have social media that makes it look like to expose myself, it's wrong. Or that I could say the wrong thing by trying to motivate somebody else it's in cancel culture, then I'm canceled or some shit like that. So uh, Okay, okay. So, so how do you feel about mental health? So, huh? So, I'm diagnosed. I don't know if you know or not. Um, with man, bipolar depression, bipolar depression, but okay. um, manic disorder, manic depression. Um, so basically, any small thing could like trigger me, and then when with my manic depression, it's just like a spiral, and I go downhill completely. Um, and then my car anxiety and anxiety in general is out of this world. I feel like if I'm in a car, if I'm going over a pothole, the car will just instantly flip over if I'm driving or if I'm the passenger. So I'm a huge advocate <laughs> for mental health. Hell, I wrote a whole book around it simply because I didn't want nobody to feel alone. So when the last time you had an episode like that, we just uh, freaked we out. Like in general, the car every day, <laughs> the car every day, every day. Um, as far as my depression and like having like those sad days, I haven't had one of those in a minute. Um, and I would literally say it's because of my work um, and my fans, everybody that's been coming out, buying my book, supporting and then telling me their stories has just been motivation itself to keep me going. Uh, okay. So do you feel like you found the thing that you you enjoy doing? Yeah. Um, fun fact. Before I knew I wanted to be an author, though, the one thing I enjoyed doing, and I felt like if I could do it for the rest of my day, every life, it would be writing. Like, even mm. I never had to share my work with anybody else, I could do that for the rest of my life and be happy. Mm. So I'm truly satisfied with that. That is my purpose. So. Okay. So, on that note, what's the worst job you ever had? <laughs> <laughs> worst, <laughs> worst job I ever had. 
Honestly, I was a leasing agent. Remind me, I, I'm a leasing. I love being a leasing agent because it's the aspect of constantly mingling and being able to take in other people and understand them. And then once they're residents with you, it's like they become your best friends. They become your family. But I worked for South Oxford Management, mm-hmm. um, place at Alafaya, and. You know, when you understand what you enjoy doing, you like to stay in that field. So I love leasing. I love the people. But then you have a hierarchy of like corporations and people that make all the money. They forget about the small people. And then that's when you have your depression. You have people that just go through like their mental on a day to day basis because no matter where they go, work or home, they're not at peace. They don't have that peace. So oh. that was the worst job I ever had simply because management was piss poor. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the whole property is built in like 1972 and they didn't want to renovate nothing. So the whole property is just like sinking with all the residents living there, just sinking. Yeah. But you know, half of the time, people don't enjoy their job because poor management. It's not that it's too far, it's not that they don't pay enough. It's like the poor management. So, yeah. So when they get to that point, they understand that they have some good on their hands. All right. So I got a couple questions for you, man. But oh, first, before we start the questions off, please tell the guests how they can find your book or where they can find your book. Yeah. So my book is sold at every major retailer, Target online, Walmart online, Barnes and Noble online, Amazon online. Um, and then my Instagram page is Jordan Jalen and Jordan Jalen official. So my first and last name, and then you can just find me and add me on that and my link tree. Okay. Okay. So, um, I was checking out the book, you know what I'm saying? Um, cause you got an audio book too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. And you know, to be found on Audible and Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm an author myself. You know, I, I got a couple books around here, so you know, yes, I do sir. my I do my thing. So yes, I, I know I I know how you feel about it. You know, um, let me see. I got a couple questions for you. Wait, 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 wait. What do you think about the book? Um, I'm I'm halfway through it. Um, you know what? I got a couple of questions about the book. Like, you know, um, you know, I'm listening to the book mm-hmm. and I, it's like poetry, right? Yes, sir. It's, it's poetry. And, you know, I never got off into poetry. So I was like, you know, I'm always willing to try something and listen to something new and just like, you know, I don't want to be stuck in a bubble. And be honest, though, because so the audiobook just came out. And Mm. when I was coming up with like who I wanted to narrate, I went like Americans love a good England accent. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, let me see. It was something you were talking about. But, you know, I was doing some study and. The way I was listening, the way you listened to the book, mm-hmm. the way I listened to the book was totally different from what I heard. So it was a lot to take in. I'm like, damn. So I listened to it. I'm like, damn, okay. Okay. And I kept in my head, I kept like, damn, man, this is this is poetry. But at the same time, it feel like um, how can you say it? I don't want to spoil it for the people. I want no, you know to. Yeah. But you know, I was like, man, do you ever feel like like a victim? Like, like, do like would you rather be loved or judged? See, <laughs> you know, that is a question I struggle with a lot, right? Because I I would say as an entrepreneur or even mm-hmm. somebody trying to broadcast your talent 
you don't want to be judged, but at the same time, you want to be judged. Like, right, right. everybody to judge you and give you the compliments, but God forbid somebody judge you and give you a negative one. So, right. yeah. So I'd rather be judged. And here's why. I don't care yeah, about yeah. love. Here's why. I feel like at the end of the day, I want to stand my point. I want to stand my ground and I want to show a reflection of who I am. If I'm sitting here trying to, like all my book signings, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. God forbid, yeah, you buy my book and you don't love my book, by all means, cool. That means something in my work didn't relate to you. You didn't feel any of these emotions. Mm -hmm. And must I say, I am a phenomenal writer and wrote about almost every emotion known to man. So if they read my book and can't feel an emotion, they're probably a narcissist. Right, but right, right, right. Because, you know, hey, because I was listening and I was like, damn, I'm like, damn, he's saying a lot. I'm like, damn. it make you think. Yeah. It make you it make you think, even though it's poetry, but it make you think. And I was just sitting back listening to it. Yeah, I got the audio book. So, you know. Yeah, I got it right on. I got it on my phone, you know. Um, and yeah. Song, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said I ain't want to speak too much about it because I'm only on the middle of it. Yes, but sir. the parts that I checked out and the chapters that I went through, and I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Man, this this kid deep." You know what I'm saying? So, and so far with the audios, which one, which poem that you like so far from the ones you heard? Uh, see, and I supposed to write them down because. And I told my wife, uh, man, it was one that stuck out to me real good. And and it was it was late night when we listened to it. Cause right. and I was like, man, that's cold. And I was supposed to be writing taking notes, man. My yeah. bad. Man. But I think it was I can't I don't even say I think because I want to be in facts on it. Man, it was one that stuck out to me, man. And I can't remember right now. You got me on blast. Well, see, it's funny that you said, like, how you was, like, listening to the audio book and it was poetry, but it didn't sound like poetry. I went to a poetry slam the other night. Mm -hmm. uh, for the first time ever. Like, I'd never been the one. I went, like, I wrote a book. So, about time, like, I actually go on stage or whatever. So, remind you, the poem I quoted um in the poem that i the poems i heard all the other poets during the slam there was mm -hmm. like all bi biographies and like the monologues and then i it dawned on me and i realized yeah it makes sense why a lot of people say i'm shocked that you're doing so well with your poetry yeah. this poetry don't sell but that's because the aspect the shit i went to the other night i would not listen to if they wrote a book a audio book, nothing, but like it's good, but it's just so long. And then our attention spans like die out. As I know. Woman, I don't even have that long of an attention span. So it's, it's crazy to me. But yeah, I'm so happy that you felt the emotion because. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt it. And I, I was, um, like I said, it was late night and uh, I ain't have my phone on. We were, me and my wife was listening to it. And I was like, man, and I should have been taking notes on my phone when I was tired. And I was like, man, but in, in an audio book, it don't have a pause in it. Correct. So it's like, it's like, it's running straight through. Correct. So, I so I had to, I had to physically pause it and really take it in because if you listen to it straight through, it just sound like a whole bunch of the words, but you have to, you have to, and that's why, that's one thing that I said, I'm like, damn, it should have had a pause in it. So people can at least about a three second pause, four Agreed. second pause. So people can say, hmm, before you start the next chapter. Agreed. You know. The reason why I did that though is because how I wrote the book, the book is completely all emotion. So right. without having the pause in there, from poem to poem is taking you through the list of emotions. Mm -hmm. So yeah. You having to pause it on your end is now you focusing and channeling that one emotion that poem evoked in you. You see what I'm uh, saying? Uh -huh. Without that pause, you're now going through every emotion I felt. And yet it could you might want to go and listen to the whole hour audio book and feel every emotion I felt within that whole hour. Or like you did, take a pause and then channel. Yeah. 
that emotion and actually think about it. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's what I did. And man, I'm so sorry. I wasn't even prepared for this. And I said it and I said, I don't even know why. I don't know what my head was at. I was doing so much, but I, I definitely was like, damn, I wanted to write down a couple of um, chapters that he did so I can talk about him because I wasn't even thinking. I'm so sorry. Yes, so, uh, but yeah, I got up to about, I think I'm up to the sixth chapter though. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Because um, like we all have our struggles, and I like to listen to audio books because sometimes I'll be struggling with reading, and if I'm struggling with it, I won't even I I lose I lose interest in it. So mm-hmm. I like listen to audio books when I'm doing stuff, and I, and I'm I mean I listen to thousands of audio books. That's really? all I do all day. That's all I do. I never actually put that. <laughs> I'm not even a reader. Um, and I don't listen to audiobooks. I like inspirational speakers, like a lot of TED Talks. Like I could listen to TED Talks okay. because boom, it's like the people or whatever, they just know how to grasp your attention span. So I like yeah. that. But mm, so who is so who is one of your main motivational speakers that you listen to? Um don't have any. Oh uh, yeah. Fun fact, don't have, like, so, you know, like, Instagram, you will always, like, I've seen, like, great quotes um, by Denzel Washington or Carrie Wilson, like, think, like people of that nature, Ariana Grande, when they talk about mental health, Nicki Minaj, when they talk about mental health. So, it's, like, things of that nature, it, it helps me reflect and know, like, I'm in the right track, um, but... I don't really have anybody that I look at and be like, you know what? I want to be just like you. Gandhi, actually, because I do want my Nobel Peace Prize. So <laughs> Gandhi is <laughs> Gandhi is one of my inspirations. I do want my Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Okay, so so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you feel the way you feel, is you trying to learn about it or is you just telling people about it? Cause that's what I was, and see, that's what I was saying. I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, "Damn, man, you hitting some some spots that that people go through with depression and and um and mental illness." But then at the same time, it was like a a, a victim mindset, like you know what I'm saying, like, "Oh man, yeah. this happened or this one," and I'm like. And I, so, I, so I had to take it in. I'm like, man, because I don't know where it's going to. I don't know. At the end of the book, it's going to start getting Agreed. deeper. Agreed. You know? so, and, so, it do, and it does. So, yeah. So how I wrote it is written in a format from when I was 18 up until when I actually published the book around 21, 22, more life experiences. But I write from an emotional standpoint. So if I never experienced the emotion, I met around with people that experienced those emotions and wrote from their point of view Mm. um, as if I experienced it myself. So yeah, it is a lot of darkness to the light. Um, and it do make you think about everything I've been through, everything somebody else possibly could have been through, and everything you've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely, <laughs> that was the goal. <laughs> yeah, and see, I, I ain't want to be like, oh, man, because I want to, I really want to take the book in and listen to it into the end. So... But I'm mad I didn't write down because it was one of them. I was half asleep, but I I listened. I said, like, "Oh man, that's deep." And yeah. I, and I didn't write it down, man. I usually I'm good at this. I'm like super good at writing things down because I wouldn't let nothing pass me. But I'll start listening to it when I was laying you down. Know, it's not the first time like somebody that's read my book or whatever said like from their point of view. They didn't know if I was writing to get my emotion to solve your emotion or if I was writing from my point of view as a victim mindset. Yeah. The fact that you said that I find so ironic because, yeah, it can come across as I'm writing as a self-biography, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way I knew to write. 
um, right. from my mindset to express that emotion to relate to somebody else. So if a person isn't half careful with like trying to interpret the emotions, they can or may feel like I was writing about mine when I'm trying to relieve yours. So I'm happy you said Okay, that. okay. So um if someone like they they want to write a book, they say, you know what, I want what would you give them advice for the first thing to do? Like, man, if you want to write a book, this is what you need to be doing first. The first thing I would recommend is chances are, if you want to write a book, you probably already wrote all the pages. I would just say, hey, put every single last page you got together, slap it together. Boom, that's your manuscript. And that's your first thing. You just have to build your manuscript. And then you start sending it off, submissions to every publishing company it is. And that's the scary part for a lot of people, just to send off your manuscript. Um, I'm working on my second book, and I, my my nerves is wrecking sending off my manuscript to a publishing company and getting it already published. So that is always like a big fear. Um, but I feel like once you push through that, you could do anything. Oh, yeah. If you want to get to second base, you got to get your feet off first. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Agree. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the second book, what is going to be named? Um, so actually, it's going to be a misguided thought, volume two, um, revelation into the light. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, okay. So, let me see. We got a couple more minutes on. I want to get off into these questions, man. Yes, sir. I had a couple. I had a couple questions for you. You know, this is what I do on my podcast. You know, just having some some fun, some fun, some little fun facts. Oh, it's all good. Um, what's the first thing you do or think about when you wake up in the morning? How to push my book? How, how to push your book? How to push my book? That's the first okay. thing I think about every morning I wake up. So what do what platform do you push your book on? Because they say a lot of people won't um, promote. They won't promote themselves because they don't believe in themselves. See, and that's the thing. So I hype. So for instance, like I go to extra links. I sent my book off to Foxy Brown. She has my book in her house right now. Um, I sent it off to Tyler Perry Studios. Like I just sent it off to like different places. Um, Foxy Brown even responded to me on Instagram and went like, good job with the book, yada, yada, yada. Um, to, I'm still waiting on the repost, but you know, it, it's just like small things like that. Like I go to extra links. I've been to the libraries in the city trying to get my books out. I did a um, local book signing at Orange County Library in Orlando. So it's just always about pushing. I put out press releases. I've been featured on Fox News, New York Times. My book trailers on Roku TV. So I'm, I definitely go the extra mile to make sure I'm achieving um, the goal. Hence the Barnes Noble tour right now. So hopefully yeah, that can put yeah. me in the place with the right person. It's always, it's always about the connection. It's always about the connections. That's right, that's right, no connection. All right, um, what do you prefer, hot or cold? Cold. I like the house to be at 60 degrees at all times. Okay. Cold. Okay. Hamburgers or tacos? Hamburgers with bacon. <laughs> oh, snap. Not the, not the bacon. All right. So growing up, what was your favorite cartoon? Oh, now that's a good one. My favorite cartoon of all time is Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans. Teen that's Titans. My... Yes. What's going on? Cool cool. All right. Yep. Uh, let me see. So, growing up, what was your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal of all time would yeah. be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Okay. A lot of people say that. All right. I don't know if you're a gym shoe here, but what's your favorite pair of gym shoes of all times? 
favorite period? Yeah, your your favorite pair of gym shoes of all times. Oh, I don't have. So no. So fun fact: I used to actually just not dress up in gym and just sit on the side of the court. So so, what kind of shoes you wear back in high school? Well, I went to a private school. Okay, private school. What kind of shoes you wear? Penny loafers. The normal dress shoes. Dress shoes. Yeah. Okay. You don't know the kind of dress shoes? I have. No? No? Mm. All right. Uh, Let me see. Mm. All right. So what is that one thing? If you could change the world, what is that one thing you would change? If I could change the world, the one thing I would change, I would change the way people treat each other. The way people treat each other. Mm. The way people treat each other. You know, I tell people when I hear when I hear people say, "Man, I hate people. I hate people." I say, you know, when you got a negative, if you feel negative about people, most most likely your bank account negative. Agree. Because your bank account reflects of how you feel about people. If you feel positive about people, just think about it. In the line of work you're at, what if no people ain't come in? If no, yeah. Yeah, they send your ass home. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we need we need people. Agree. And on top of that. If we wasn't working with people, half of the people we work with, if we seen them in a the store, we wouldn't even say hi to them. Agree. Since we since we working with them at a job, we have to talk to them. Agree. Cause yeah, they tell you not to talk to strangers and things like that growing up. And yeah. Yeah. That's but you need point. so you you need people to make money. Agree. And then it's a lot of the time it's just a disconnect between what we're taught as a child and what we know as an adult. So it's like, as an adult, we know the customer service to treat people nice or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and then within certain situations, like our jobs, we're now mm-hmm. forced to talk to strangers. Yeah. And we need the strangers, we need the connections. Compared to our children, teenagers, they say, no, 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 yeah, so. Yeah, we. so we was, that's why I say, what is something you had to unlearn? Because that's what that's something I had to unlearn. I was kind of like, man, forget everybody. I was kind of like Drake, no new friends. But when my old friends was gone, I was stuck like, dang. So I'm like, I, I really do need new friends. And when I started getting new friends and my bank account changed. But see, and that's the thing and aspect with friends. We all need new friends, right? But we need certain friends within that's chasing the same dreams that we're chasing. Okay, well, I ain't gonna say friends. I say I'm gonna say I ain't gonna say friends. I'm gonna say people. People. Yeah, I met the new people. You started being nicer, or the minute you you start, the or the minute you met people and their energies was bad. That's when your bank account it went no, up. No, no, it's kind of like. I, instead of being standoffish, I was I was more polite to people. I was more helpful with people. You know, it's it's a little things that that change you. I don't care if it's you can know a lot about a person by pushing the cart to the cart where it belongs, and the people that just leave it in the parking lot and pull off. That says a lot about people. Say that again. <laughs> Listen, it says a lot about people. Mm-hmm. That push the cart to the cart rack where it belongs, mm-hmm. or the people that just push it in a parking lot and another parking space and oh, just yeah. drive off. Yeah, we both we all been on both sides of that. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you the type of person that'll drink and don't wash your cup out. Oh, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. because it's the little things that matter, like man, like. Sometimes you got to appreciate things and then you don't appreciate pushing the car. Now I can't pull my car up in a parking spot because you left a car right there. You're not being appreciate. You don't like what is something you can do 
to make this world a better place. And that's what it's all about. Like we're trying to make this world a better place, but it, it started with self. Yeah. It start with how we treat things, how we how we conscious about things. Like, bro, it ain't gonna kill you to walk a couple more steps and push the cart where it belongs. They got a place for it. Agree. You see what I'm saying? And it's like it's little things like that in life that a lot of people they overlook. And and I was one of them people. I'll leave a cart right there. And I was wondering, I was, I was, I had a negative mindset and I was wondering everything around me was negative because I was taught that way. I, I learned that behavior from somebody else. Agree. You know Give what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Give me one second. Okay. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, what's up? This your boy Monty G, and we on the Fan Mission podcast right now with Mr. Jordan. He put us on hold for a second, man. We had a couple more questions. You know, he took a took some time out his busy day. He got some things he got to do, so we just jump on the podcast real, real quick. And I got a couple questions for him before we get up out of here. And if y'all when they get on the Fan Mission podcast. Please hit me up on my DM on Facebook, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Monty G Staff, M-O-N-T-Y-G-S-T-A-F-F. Monty G Staff. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. They kind of busy, so we're going to wrap this up real quick. Guess a couple more questions. Man, sorry about the delay, y'all. Yeah, come on, man.
Let me see. Uh, hold on. All right, yeah. All right, we back at it. Yeah, you'll probably have to cut like all of that emptiness. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. I got you. All right, we back at it. All right, um, let me see where I stop at. Oh, well, go ahead and because I'm gonna cut it. So go ahead and tell the people again where they can find your book. So you guys can find my book on Target, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Walmart, all major retailers, and then my audio book as well. And then find me on tour as I will be in the state near you. And then all of my tour dates are all listed on my website, www.misguidedthought.com. So you could just type in my book name and then find my Shopify and find my tour dates when I'm in the state near you. All right, that's what's up. All right, so my next question is, if you can remake a movie and play an actor in it, what would the movie be and who would an actor be? <laughs> if I could replay a movie, so, okay. Yeah, you can remake a movie. Okay, so uh, it would be, this is going to be Princess and the Frog. Gosh. And <laughs> Princess and the Frog, and I would take a uh, place of Tiana's prince or whatever. And here's why because I love the principle that Princess and the Frog stands for. And one of my favorite songs of all time is Almost There by the movie. Oh. Um, just constantly giving me motivation that I'm always there, almost there to achieve that goal. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. That that's I, I ain't never seen that movie. <clears throat> You've never seen Princess and the Frog. No, I ain't never seen that. So I'm gonna have to check it out and see what you're talking about. <sighs> First off, yeah. it's a black people movie that Disney actually made for us. So I would recommend watching it anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I support it then. All right. Um I know because we have to cut off, but uh, what would you, if you had a magic wand and you can create your life, what would that look like? If I had a magic wand and I- Yeah, and you can create your life like however you want it to be, and you just, voila, what would that look like? Let's see. I would have- Hey, so here we go. I'm a huge nerd. So I would create a whole world of like mutants, like X-Men, mm -hmm, with mainly me having all the great powers, everybody else having a basic whatever, whatever, whatever. But then like, we're just all like living mutants like X-Men. Now, of course you might have your wars or whatever, but wouldn't that be cool? Somebody hmm. cute and lighten at their hands at you because they're pissed. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so what would you do with a million dollars today? Mm, support my book more. Get a house, right? Retire. Keep writing. <clears throat> keep promoting my book. So what would you do with a dollar today? Save it and hope for more money tomorrow. No, you got to do something with it. Okay. Break it into four quarters at the store and save it for tomorrow. I just did something with it. You don't, uh, right. don't have a dollar no more. Um, all right. How do you expand your brain capacity? Through the knowledge of other people. Oh, the other people. Mm -hmm. mm. So, do you, so what I say? Would you look for knowledge, or you wait for knowledge to come to you? Both. I could be out constantly looking for it and never find it, but then it finally comes to me. Okay, so is you in control, or your body, or your brain control your body? 
No, wait. It, are you controlling your brain or your brain controlling you? Because <laughs> the last one was a loopy one, boy. I know, I know. Are you <laughs> are you controlling your brain, your thoughts, or your thoughts can and your emotions controlling you? So remember that thing when we talked about earlier um something i had to learn to change that would be another thing i had to learn to change my emotions used to control me but now my thoughts control my emotions mm. mm-hmm. like i used to be so emotional i would just act on impulse mm. sometimes i'm not angry i still do but now it's more contained to where anything around me could happen, something can hurt me. And then I could, you know what, be like one, two, three, breathe and mm. then move on. So did it, did it really work with you? Not that we saw who, nah, I, I talked to myself. Like I basically cussed them out in my head for it to work. Like that's what I do. I cheer mm. mm-hmm. okay. and, and then I'd be like, this be not worth losing my job, yada, 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 like in my head, like in my head. Okay. So it's like, I imagine me cussing them out, but without doing it. And then that's how I get over it. Mm-hmm. It worked. You should try it. You should try it. Yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> I can't say. No, you know what? <clears throat> I was, I was really like that too. So um, I'm more in control of. I'm more controlling myself than I was before. Like it's always room for improvement. So I can't say I'm totally controller of everything I do, but I'm conscious of about when I do it and I'd be like, damn. And I, I dwell on it like, damn, why I do that? Next time I ain't gonna do that shit. And then sometimes I do it. And it's just a um it's just the way we wired that we do things that we subconscious don't even know we do it. Until after we do it and be like, damn, I did that shit. Agreed. Agreed. You know? So yeah. yeah. Agreed. I, I have had moments like that, definitely off impulse or not even just like with my book, for instance. Like sometimes I just sit back and be like, damn, like I wrote a book. Like I would never imagine. Like I wrote a book. Okay. So look, if the if the the average lifespan was 40 years old what would you do different like we know that we only gonna live to 40 and we're gonna die mm-hmm. what would you do different be single my entire life oh okay okay <laughs> yeah i mean you got because you got to go to school that's gonna take a couple of years and then it's over with you know, I, was so, school. I would not go to school i wouldn't go to school Right, and I'll be single, so, so I might just be one dumb, lonely motherfucker. But <laughs> no, hear that. So, all right, so look, check it out. I think you gave me this answer already, but the question is, how many books or audio books you listened to in the last ninety days? Now, remember, I told you. That's now, not mine. Now, I'm, remember, remember when I told you, you are do a mirror effect of what you do. Mm-hmm. I would say one. All right, and what's that one? Your book? No, um, the one it was some stupid book about characteristics and how to change an individual. Okay, so yeah, yeah. a business book or some shit. No, oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, um, like I tell people, I say, man, if if you don't give everybody else a book a chance, why do you, why you think they're gonna give your book a chance? Yeah, so that, that's why I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books and um, listen to a lot of audio books, brother. And but that's, but that's not I, true because a. In order for me to give anybody a book a chance, they have to be appealing, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not a reader. I know I'm not a reader, right? So now you are you have to appeal to a crowd that's not a reader. With my book, that's what I did. I decided to write a book to just channel emotion that could appeal 
to a non-reader compared to I'm not going to pick up a chapter book. Dr. Seuss is about the only thing I even remember being able to read all, almost all of his franchise. You feel me? Because guess what? <laughs> Nobody wants, when you think books now, you think more schoolwork. And school yeah. a summer book on you, a uh, beginning of the school year book on you, like so much. It killed it for our generation. I know. And um, it's like when I, when, I, when I say educate yourself, the first thing we think about is school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and and yeah, school school did put a little hold on people educating themselves because we don't have to educate ourselves on what they were teaching us. We don't have to search for what they were teaching us. So, hell, we don't even know what the hell they were teaching us. Agreed. Agreed. Because you know? for real, for real, school is nothing but a daycare. Mm-hmm. To watch us from all yeah. day get parents at work because because you think about it if the parents don't teach you how to do things they relying on the teacher and then you don't even know if the teacher's teaching you right mm-hmm. so you're just so, hoping that you yeah, that yeah. you send them from one place to the next and they learn something yep it's so, a prayer. yeah yeah that's crazy so yeah we already at the hour man and um i already okay. know that you had some stuff you want to do and I appreciate you coming on a podcast for this young hour. Yes, sir. Chop it up with us. And, you know, and um, again, tell the audience where your book can be found. And again, you guys check me out. My Instagram is Jordan Jalen and Jordan Jalen Official. And my book can be bought at Target, Walmart, Amazon, and all major retailers, including Barnes & Noble. And check me out on my Barnes & Noble tour at www.amisguidedthought.com. Yeah. Misguided thought. Yes, sir. Dot com. Yes, sir. that's what's up, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Well, yes, sir. I appreciate Thank you so much. Oh yeah, you appreciate me having you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Enjoy. All right. Oh All right, wait, peace. and then so wait. So when will we be able to see the show, and where can we find you? Oh, I can send a link to you. You know, you can find us on the Fan Mission podcast. You know, we on the family on the mission. You yes, know, sir. and um, and I when you stepped out, I told everybody, you know, you can find me at Money G Staff on all platforms. We will be on Apple Music. We'll be on Spotify. We on man, look, just Google us, and we are gonna pop up because the Fan Mission. The fan mission is a is a thing that I put together and no one have it. Yes, sir. Well, we so I'll be there. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. All right, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, peace out. We on the mission, family on the mission. We on the mission, family on the mission. We on the mission, family on the mission. We on the mission, family on the mission.